Thank you for joining us for Three Bs on the Law podcast, hosted by Trisha Barita, Camille Canali, and Susan Dawson. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Welcome back to Three Bs on the Law. Today we are talking about data collection and privacy laws. This is a, a hugely evolving area of law right now with changes coming up. Um, many states are announcing new laws right now. Uh, the, the California has, has the leading law on it, but but that isn't going. That might not stay the stay the course. Right? There's more coming. So basically, no matter what size your business is or type your business is, if you are collecting any personal information or data from your customers, either on your website or through any other means, you're required by law to have a privacy policy and it has to comply with current law. And if it doesn't, there are some pretty stiff penalties that you can be subject to. So Camille, our local uh, California bee, let me throw this to you since California is once again leading the way on, <laughs> on the litigation or the on the sorry the legislation that we need to follow. Tell us about the California Online Privacy Protection Act. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's uh, so the California Online Privacy Protection Act is the primary law that kind of dictates what you need to do if you collect any personal information from California-based users. There are also several other laws that come into play here in California. So it's not just as clear cut as this one act. And there really is no way that we could cover even a tenth or a hundredth of what's involved in a podcast because it's pretty complicated. But essentially, you're talking about things such as email address, your GPS location, phone numbers, mailing addresses, what you click on, what you look at. You will notice if you're in California and you're looking at let's say you're shopping at Nordstrom or Macy's, you will notice that there is a pop-up window that says privacy policy and you say accept everything or I want to edit everything. And you are given the option in California to not have your data collected, but you actually have to take affirmative action for that to happen. And a lot of business owners don't realize that if they have a website where people shop or people go to get information from your business that they need to have this privacy policy. And I suspect that we're going to see more and more litigation. An attorney will get wise and find a website that's not complying. And we may see individual as well as class actions on this issue. Just want to clarify too, that even though it's a California law that does talk about collecting information from anybody from California, there's a reason why everyone across the country needs to be aware of it, which is anyone can visit your website, right? So you don't know if you have someone from California entering the information onto your website, even if you have a local sized business, right, Kamel? So, and I don't want anyone to get the idea that because it's only taking place in California that we don't have to be aware of it or concerned with it. There's a reason why we need to be aware of California. Right. If you're doing business in California, you need to comply is the 
broad statement. Obviously, there are, you know, minutia exceptions in there that I don't think uh, we have time to get into in this podcast. And so, Trisha, I know you were talking about before we got started today about the readability of these policies, and that's really important. Yeah, so I've drafted uh, these policies before, and they um, very quickly can get super uh, complicated and kind of nerdy in the tech place of it. And actually, some of it requires, you know, sort of the tech discussion in order for you to comply. But um, like, if you don't know what a web beacon is, for instance, or a... uh, you've all probably heard of cookies, but do you know the difference between browser cookies and flash cookies? And this kind of stuff goes into these privacy policies and um, it can get pretty, um, pretty complicated quickly. So, and a lot of people don't have them updated. So, um, you know, what you may look at someone's website is may or may not be in compliance, frankly, um, as to what the current law is. So, but yeah, so you really generally want them to be able to be understood by the normal user coming onto your website. So you don't want this super complicated, you know, language that's going to make it so confusing that they can't understand that they're agreeing to things. I mean, I don't know, ladies, what happened to the wild, wild west where, you know, our privacy was always being taken from us, but none of us knew. Now we all know. And like, now there's all these laws. And uh, so it's a, you know, people don't want their privacy. They don't want you uh, looking at their cookies, even though they may not know what that means. Like, and they want to, you know, emphasize and understand exactly what it is that information that you're taking from them, not just stuff that you fill out on a form, but I mean, just in general, when you enter a website. And that's why, you know, you have to have those, you know, um, compliance pieces when you get on every website, you know, we're, we're tracking you. We have, you know, we're looking at your cookies. Is that okay? Do you accept that? Or do you not like what Camille was saying? And so if you're not up to date on those issues and you don't have a privacy policy, that's easy, easily understandable for the user, you're going to start to find yourself in trouble. And that's why I think just copying some old, you know, legal jargon, you know, um, that's outdated could just get you in worse trouble than actually just trying to do it right and make sure that you're actually explaining to them, Hey, this is what we're doing. Frankly, a lot of people just agree to the cookies and move on because they're on your website for something else. But like, uh, but the people that really want to make sure that their privacy is protected um, may read this stuff. I mean, even beyond lawyers and they're going to want to know how are you taking their information? How are you disclosing their information? Are you giving it to third parties? What are those third parties doing with it? Is it being sold? Are you saying you're not going to sell it? How are you going to store it? Like it goes on and on for these um these type of privacy policies. They're not like a four paragraph thing. So you have a responsibility as a business to explain how you take that information. If you take information from people on your website and how you're going to use it, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to store it, or if you're not going to store it, what you're going to do with it. And so making sure that that's something that a regular user can understand if they basically read your policy is important. And a lot of other Websites like even Facebook won't even deal with you if you don't have a proper um, legal privacy policy. So um, that's just one example. But um, Susan, do you want to talk about the the copying and pasting of, of off of other privacy policies on other people's websites and just you know copying and putting right on yours? Sure. I mean, you see that a lot, right? Where people think, well, it was good enough for this company, so it's good enough for me, and they just throw it on their 
on their website. And as you pointed out, there's a lot of different uh, decisions you have to make behind these policies of what are you doing with this information? Some people might not even know their website is tracking cookies. They might not even know that, right? Because they hired some web company to put it together, web design company to put it together, and they don't know what information and data is being tracked behind the scenes. Um, so you need to really be sure that you understand what it is that you're tracking and the data that you are keeping and making sure you have the right policy. Because if you don't have the right policy, then you're subject to the fines. Right. If you're not if you're not giving people the right information, then then you're open. And I see this as, you know, we earlier this season, we did an episode on copyright violation and how there's these there's these firms out there that will just they'll they'll tell you, hey, you use my photo and now you owe us, you know, five thousand dollars. Well, I see this is the next litigation that is really going to be coming up, which is, hey, you don't have a privacy policy. And my client um, visited your site. And so therefore you owe us money. Right. And they're all going to be coming from California. Camille, they're all coming. Um, from I don't think they're all going to be in California. Well, right now they're coming under the California law. They have to be coming from California. But well, that's true. If you that is true if you violate the California law. Right. But I right. think that it's important too, Susan, is not just the copy copy and pasting, but it's also important that if you have a privacy policy that you actually comply with your privacy policy. Consumers today are extremely sophisticated. They have the ability of what my mother calls the Google to look up anything and are often have much more information than we had available even 20 years ago at their fingertips. So I think that we are going to see litigation out of this. And I think that people are concerned about their privacy. You know, it can be a little creepy when you think about all of the data that is and metadata that is collected from everyone, quite frankly. It's true. That's what I'm saying. The wow, wow West is gone. Whether we knew the data, whether we, how much we, they were taking our data before we knew about all of this. Now it's out there. There's been documentaries, endless uh, documentaries on the data collection, um, just in the use of social media, but certainly on the use of websites and how people are using all those things. And, um, and then, you know, these laws are, are basically saying you're, you can use them maybe, but if you're going to use them, you're going to need to have it. And usually you see a privacy policy partnered up um, with a terms of use on a website. So kind of having those play back and forth. And like Susan kind of said with the copy and paste, like um, there's, a, there's a lot of choices and things you have to make. So if you have a terms of use and it's going to partner up with a, with a privacy policy, you can't be like, I'm going to take the terms of use from McDonald's website and I'm going to go ahead and take the privacy policy from Facebook, yeah, that's going to totally be a mess. So, um, or even better when they take two or three different privacy policies and try to mush them together, and none of the terms match up, right? Oh God, I that's, hope no one. I hope no one's doing that. Whoa, like that. Oh, I've seen that. That's fun. <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, you may not even know what you're promising or not promising. <laughs> Cause they're already really, really tricky, like to kind of go through and there's just a lot of different pieces to it. So I, I think this was good. I'm glad we covered this issue because, um, you know, people may have created a website, like you guys said, 
They asked for a privacy policy with whoever was helping them create the website. They smacked it up there and they're like, done. But uh, we're here to tell you that you're not done. Like you need to check that. I would say on an annual basis. And if you're in California, probably like on a quarterly basis. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Maybe Camille. Those pesky Callies. I'm just kidding. We love you, California. I suspect that all of the other states are probably not far behind California. It has become a hot button issue everywhere just because of the amount of data that's available. I think you're right. I think you're right. I agree. So look at that. Three of us, all three of us agreeing on that. Uh, Well, on that end, now that we've scared everyone and and it's all, you know, get out. They're all going to be like looking at the privacy policies to see what what it should be in there. (laughs) Everyone's going to be contacting their lawyers when they hang up and contacting their web designers and going, what did you do? Um, anyway, so with that in mind, get, get up, get caught up on your data collection and privacy policies and, um, join us next time on three B's on the law. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast of three B's on the law. Don't forget to like, and subscribe to our podcast. We also welcome any comments. If you'd like to get in touch with us or suggest a future topic, you can email us at 3-T-H-R-E-E-B's on the law at gmail.com. And because we're lawyers, we need to remind you that this podcast is not meant to provide you with legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Thank you again for joining us and have a great day.